What is going on, everybody? Thank you for checking out a new episode of the Bible Core Core Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick C. Huerta. Uh, thank you for listening. I uh, hope you enjoy these episodes. Uh, on this week's episode, I have two guests. Uh, we have Israel Garcia and Juan Perez. What's going on, fellas? What up, what up, what up, homie? What's good? What's yeah. up, man? Thanks for having us on, bro. No, nah, thanks for coming out. We had to move from the studio that I usually use, the studio. Now we're just in this room. Hopefully nobody walks in and uh disrupts us it's like uh, a, like a, for those that are listening right now it's like a it's like a legit like you could actually live here in this like community what is it like a community guest room i guess it's like a it's like a cafeteria for they the got apartment. a stove they got is. a fridge they have a pool it's table dude bro. i my mexican ass is like thinking about like squatting in here right now yeah <laughs> it's like if like a the porno studio had like a baby's uh, like a yeah. daycare. This is <laughs> yeah. the, this is the room we're in. All the lights and stuff, and you can play yeah. video games on these TVs. Sure, but uh, now we're just recording here. the podcast. Uh, so what's going on, man? Uh, Israel, like uh, before we get started, uh, if y'all have any dates or social medias, promote whatever you got going on. Uh, Israel, we'll start with you. What up? What up? Yeah, man. Like I said, you guys can um, catch me March twentieth uh, through May the second. I'm going on a huge national tour. Um, we're going to be doing San Diego, we're going to be Chicago, uh, Portland, we're going to be in uh, Wisconsin, Florida, all, all these places all over the nation, and that's going to be March 20th through May the 2nd with uh, headliner Raymond Orta, so I'm going to be on the road with him for, for almost three months. Um, and again, you guys can look me up on um, on my fan page where the actual dates are, are located, and uh, you guys can look me up on my fan page at One Bad Comic on my Facebook and on my Instagram, also May 7th through the 9th. I'm going to be doing some shows with Chingo Bling out of H-Town. So those shows are going to be really, really hot. Um, again, for the cities, look me up on my fan page at One Bad Comic and also on my Instagram, One Bad Comic. And uh, I'm sure you guys uh, could look that up. I think that one's going to be Corpus Christi, but I don't know. But again, just check me out and my dates will be on there. Anything in San Antonio got coming up? San Antonio, I have, I believe, February... The hold on, I had the date. My bad, guys. Uh, where's my calendar? February, uh, February 16th. I'm at the LOL with headliner Jesse Payton. So it's gonna be me, Jesse Payton, uh, Big Al Gonzalez, and Ta- Tammy Bernal. And um, that show should be badass. So, so anybody that's out here in San Antonio, make sure you check that out. It's gonna be a really, really good show. And like I said, we're gonna be on that. All the other dates should be on there on my on my page. What about you, Juan? You got anything going on? Man, I got so much stuff that I don't want to, like, bring them up, bro. So, uh... <laughs> What's your social media? What do you got going on? <laughs> social media is, uh, the one that got away 87. So, uh, just look that up and you should be able to find me. Try it, to be down with that. It's funny because it seems like you're, you're taking on the role of Israel's, uh, manager. Like... You're he's telling like, him how to do like the, I just him remember for stuff, too. So then I'm <laughs> yeah. like, hey, bro, don't forget he's about just, the, hey, bro, don't forget about the. Yeah, like, like every time I wake up, he's like, hey, you know, you have to do the, we're going to do the podcast today. I'm like, oh, yeah, good. I'm glad you told me because I'll forget. 
So he, he's kind of, you know, he's, he's part of the entourage, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'll also be in Dallas uh, February 12th uh, doing yeah. it with Polar Bear and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Just so you know, because he forgot to say yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. So I'm a guy to wake up stuff. and they're like, are you guys re- are you ready for the show? I'm like, what show? You're in Dallas tonight, dude. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I'm horrible with my dates. That's insane, man. Like, so Juan's a little entourage guy now. So, yeah, you got you to gotta put him on the payroll now, man. Yeah, I know he's going to be on the payroll. So this tour you got coming up, is this like your first tour that you've done? No, I've done I've done a lot of tours. I mean, not a lot, but I've done a couple of them, you know. Um I've done uh, I've done I've done uh, we me and Raymond went on tour probably I think maybe like last year. I think it was last year and we did we did mostly a southwest tour. Mm-hmm. So we did like New Mexico, um Arizona, um we well we started Texas and New Mexico Arizona, California, and then we went up to Washington, and we did Washington, mm. and we drove all the way over there, and then we came back, and uh, we did Nevada also, uh, Las Vegas, um, but this is like the first like national tour that's like pretty much stretches throughout the nation. You and know it's like I mean? nonstop. Yeah, it's it's for two like weeks. What is it? Show March twentieth to May. Show. Yeah, it's two and a half weeks, three weeks. No, um, probably longer, man. Um, oh, till May, yeah, yeah. Mar- yeah, yeah, March, yeah, May, March to the to May the second. It's, it's the last shows in Austin, March twentieth to May second. So, but so it's just gonna be a huge road trip where it's like show after show after show. It's like, it's gonna be nonstop. And this is fucking nonstop. So y'all got shows booked all throughout the whole month. Yeah, throughout throughout the whole month. Like, dude, apparently they're driving and shit. So it's gonna be. Look, check this out. It's gonna be him, Raymond Orta. It's gonna be Polar Bear and fucking uh, uh, Mario Salazar. Mar- Mario Salazar. Plus, the and they're all pretty guy. big guys. He's the smallest dude, and they're all gonna be packed into a car. So. Like, why, why do you think they take <laughs> me on the road, dude? They need for the space. They need, Nobody they need else the space, and then for somebody to reach their merchandise in the truck because they're all so f- they're they're so big and unhealthy. They need a you skinny guy to, to get word, their stuff. Bastard. Oh, did you I? still with the fat word. That's fucked up. Oh, I, I, saw I, you. Know, I was going to call him fat. You know what I mean? <laughs> he thought you but meant then the like, F word. I thought, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, there's two fat guys here. I got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Like to be on the road for that long. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that y'all get along or that y'all know each other. Yeah, you we, know? I mean, we've been developing a lot of chemistry for a long time, dude. And I've known Raymond for probably more than five years already. Yeah. So we've just been developing each other, you know what I mean? It's, so we, we never, it's never any drama between us at all, you know, it's just fun. <clears throat> you know how they say, like, when, when uh, women, they hang out together for a long period of time, yeah. like, all their cycles match up <laughs> and stuff like that, like, link up and they start having it at the same time. Did you know, like, with men, with when men travel or, like, they hang out together for a long time, it raises, like, their testosterone levels? Yeah. And then they start fucking each other. Yeah, there's been t- like, oh, <laughs> that's why they bring you, bro. You fuck the shit like, out of you. They're like, yeah, there's been times. <laughs> well, guess, uh, we have slept in the same bed. I mean, maybe I am a pretty heavy sleeper. Hey. I don't know. I might have been fondled. You just or, wake up sore. Yeah. I wake up sometimes and the room smells like Bengay for some reason. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> If that has any correlation there, yeah, man, the ro- the the road is long and hard, dude, and it's re- especially like close quarters. Like you gotta share everything. Yeah, and I'm just talking like from like a, the rock and roll. Yeah, time like I've never spent that much time on the road, mm-hmm. but man, one week, two weeks, yeah, you start getting going insane. Yeah, you start hating. Each yeah, you, other. and it's like you can't. It's not like. It, you, you can't like masturbate, you know what I mean? You can't. There's no. There's no release. I mean, it depends like, on how good a friend you are. There's nothing you can really bro. do because you're just constantly on the on the road. Yeah. 
You know, so there's How no longer? privacy. In other words, instead of masturbating, there's no privacy. In other words, that's what really fr- will eventually. I could see how you become frustrated. Oh yeah, because you're sharing rooms. You know, you're 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 in the truck. You know, for hundreds and thousands of miles. Yeah, and it's just get like, just get off of me, dude. You know, like you can't. There's no time for yourself. You have know? you already mapped it out? Like, do you know which? Uh, how many long drives you're going to have? Or is it like two hours, three hours, No, four hours? I, it, Some of them are. Most of them you're talking like, you know, eight hours to the next. And then you're just like, you do one show, you got a show tomorrow, and you got to drive the eight hours. So we're doing the show, getting on, taking off, get, mostly getting off, doing the show. He, he fucking said the other day, he was like, dude, I don't know how the fuck we're going to do this. The, like, the next day we got to... It's going to be like a 12-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. There's what? some shows that you're talking 10-hour drives to get to the show the oh. next day. For the show the next day? So yeah. you don't even have that day to just yes. drive? Yeah. It's it's uh, it's probably... it's. Just, I, when, I, when Raymond told me about it, I was like, oh, my God. I don't know if we can do this. I'm like, Cause can we... Like, it's so many dates. Yeah. And, and they're so close to each other that we're just kind of like, wow. It, it's, it's a little bit overwhelming. But I think we, we're, we're going to pull it off. You know, I think we'll, it'll be a good tour. And I know Raymond's taking along a, 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 a cameraman, Luis, good friend of ours. And he's um, so he's going to be tagging it along also. Mm. And he's going to be recording the entire the entire tour pretty much. Oh, that's well, cool. We're trying to pitch. I don't know if I could t- say much about it, but they, we, we're trying to pitch like a little documentary. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's just going to follow us throughout, you know, throughout our whole experience, you know, uh, on the tour. That's cool. So that should be cool. I mean, I don't know what, what kind of content we're going to get out of it. And, and again, record your sets. You know, I, I mean, that's going to allow me to just record my sets and throw out more content. You know, mm. I know a lot of I know like somebody like Andrew Schultz right now who's murdering the game right now. dude. Yeah, he's been pushing a lot of content. You know what I mean? A lot of his stand up clips, you know, I, I, putting I everything on YouTube, that. making it easier for people to get rather yeah. than wait for like Netflix or Amazon. Yeah, or whoever you else yourself, is fucking, you know. Yeah, yeah, you got that idea from that rapper. What's his name? Russ or something. So Russ started doing that stuff where he started putting out content like a song every week or something. And now Andrew Schultz started doing that. And now the whole comedy world's trying to start doing that, like put out as much content as you can. Yeah, everything's all fast. Pretty now, cool. Dude. Yeah, man. Like everybody, everybody's trying to like learn the tricks of like the whole social media thing, like how to get the name out, how to do all that stuff. You got to put caption videos because like, not not everybody could like listen to yeah, what they're people. doing. But they deaf people read like it. comedy too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then like reading all that stuff but yeah that's cool man uh any new spot that you haven't been that you're kind of excited to stop in on this tour uh i'm looking forward to chicago man i know chicago's a, a big uh, an awesome city I i'm know pretty sure they're not gonna appreciate you calling it chicago, chicago. <laughs> well i mean there is a lot of mexicans in chicago dude a lot of a lot of violence i'm assuming there's a lot of mexicans there um <laughs> so but yeah chicago is definitely a city I'm, i've always wanted to go and visit you yeah know? And um, we're we're literally doing a show. It's called I think it's called Sluggers, and I, I believe it's like right in front of the 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 is it the Wrigley the yeah Wrigley the Wrigley Field yeah. So I'm like looking forward to to seeing that. You know, I never imagined that I'd be doing comedy. You know what I mean? In Chicago, of all places. You know. Yeah. So that's just, cool, man. Just everywhere, to be honest, just to be able to travel and do comedy alone to me is something that I just can't like. I can't, I'm just still in awe about it. Like, what is going on, man? Like, you know, like, I'm going to travel the fucking United States and, and get to do stand-up. Like, it's yeah. just so weird to me. You know, I've been doing stand-up for so long that... How long have you been doing it? Um, I, I About 13 years. 13 years? I started years. when I was 20. 
Yeah, I'm 33 now. Holy shit, man. 13 so, years, that's you know, a long it's, time. It takes a long time to get anywhere in the game. You know, I mean, I, but again, it's it, it, it. some people have been doing stand-up two years and they make it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just the game's open to anything, you know. But just me personally, it, it takes, generally speaking, you're talking about years of working your craft and getting good at it. And, and you know, and sometimes you, you're just so used to, like, eating crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just, you're so used to the struggle that when you get to a, a level where you're like, whoa, man, these things are happening to me, you don't even believe it. Because mm-hmm. you're just so used to the abuse. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's horrible, man. That sounds so bad. You're so used to the abuse that when good things happen, you're like, what? This doesn't make sense. Like, what? So, what, yeah. I can I'm, be I'm just happy? right there in my, in my career. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now, where I'm, you know, snapping out of it a little bit. That's awesome, man. Well, good luck with that tour, man. It sounds awesome. Like, it sounds fun as hell. You know, like... When I was in bands, that's all I wanted to do is be on the road. And then when I was on the road, I was like, I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, you're always wanting to go home, you know. Nah, but it should, it should be a lot of fun, man. It's, it's good that y'all get along. It's with people that you know. Because I've been on the road with people that I didn't know. Oh. And so I'm learning them on the road and stuff. So yeah, that's a game changer you, in you itself. Do sometimes, you know, comics when you're a headliner and you, the the club books a headliner and doesn't you don't know who the hell he is, you know. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm assuming, like, just being in a band, because I recorded that song that I excuse me, that parody song that I recorded. Yeah. And um, one thing that I noticed about recording a song, which I never thought that I would be recording a song, it Uh just happened. Like, I just had these lyrics. And it's weird because this is what I always tell comics too. Like, and I guess you guys, everybody knows that. Always write ideas. Yeah. Like, write them down. Even if they're good or bad, who cares? Just have them somewhere. And um, about maybe, about maybe like a month ago, I was trying to clear my, my Evernote, because I use Evernote where I write my, my material. Yeah. Um, like my premises, it's just a whole page of premises. And I was scrolling through it, and I'm like, I need to clear some of these, you know, some of them were, I was like, does it, you know when you write, when you write stuff drunk, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is going to be hilarious, and then like, you know. Well, it's good know. that you put it in your Evernote rather than text it to somebody. Yeah, or I have people do that to me, like, <laughs> text me this thing that I'm telling you right now. <laughs> And there's just like something like doesn't even like like fucking cookie dough priest until it's touching. You know what I mean? You're like, what does that even mean? This is gold, man. Yeah, this yeah. Gold. You're, it's gonna be gold. You wake up the next day, and you have no idea what what you were trying to tell yourself. So mm-hmm. I have I have a lot of those because um, I'm an alcoholic. So um, I scrolled through. That was just a joke, guys. Um, no, I, the Patrick looked at it. me like, "Oh yeah, that makes no, sense." I, 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 me too. I could see it. <laughs> you said that I took a drink of my beer. I was like, "Yeah, hey, that's nobody, knows, we're nobody knows what you're talking about as far as your, your parody." Tell them, tell them what. what I don't yeah, so it. what, what I was what I was um, what I was doing. I was going through my through my Evernote and just clearing up stuff, you know. Yeah. And I got to something that I wrote. I believe it was like maybe like a year ago. I wrote it, and um, I saw I was like Kokomo. Um, parody song and I had written a couple of lines mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. you know for anybody that doesn't know uh, the Beach Boys have this song called uh, Kokomo and, and it's a really cool song and it's like hey down in Kokomo mm-hmm. come on pretty you know what I mean so I, I, I remember what, you know when you go down the rabbit hole on YouTube <laughs> yeah. and like after a while like you're such a bum you run out of shit to like YouTube like there's just nothing <laughs> so just stupid things come to you yeah and I remember I remember when I was a little kid I saw the Muppets the Muppets did a cover of the Kokomo song and uh-huh. I had gotten out and I I don't know I'm an old man what am I doing YouTubing the Muppets that's but, fine man Muppets were back in our yeah, time yeah they so were we dope could, right we they still were watch it yeah. Gonzo and fucking 
these other ones. Um, so, but but I was watching that video, and when I was watching the Muppets do the Kokomo song, I was like, I just started saying, "Way down in Mexico," and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's funny." So I wrote like two, three lines, and I that was it. So forever, I I had it in there, yeah. But I just totally forgot about it. It wasn't until like maybe about a month ago when I was clearing up my stuff, I saw the line, uh-huh. and I was like, "What if I would just write the whole? Let me just do the whole song." So I put the song, and I started just writing all the lyrics. I was up till like maybe like five in the morning, dude, writing the lyrics because I did them exactly how the Beach Boys did it, like uh-huh. to the like to the T, like just. Following all the yes, notes, like, all the where I could just do it, right? Yeah. So I did the song, I wrote it, and I was like, "Well, how can I do this, right?" So, so then I started downloading the, um, I downloaded the the instrumental version of the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. but I, they had like really, you know, how those cheapy karaoke versions. Yeah, that's how they get away with the whole publishing rights. They they, they oh, change they make it a little really bit. Really shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they make them really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. Teaser. Yeah, because they would hear them, and I'm like, this is whack. It sounds real digitized. Or, yes. I don't, is that a word? Digitized. Digi- yeah, digitized is, is actually. I think it, it sounds is. good. To me. Digitized. Yeah, digitally yeah, digitized. Yeah, like when uh, all the karaoke things, it's not the same tracks. It's not just the tracks yes. minus the vocals. It's, it's it's a a rearranged version, like digitally, so they can use it ah, for the sense. whole ass cap that's and what all I was, that stuff. That, and that's what was happening. So I that makes a lot of sense because all the songs that I was downloading, I'm like, these are whack, dude. Like I'm like, this is, people are not even gonna know what song this is. So it was that different? Like it was that much off? Yeah, it just sounded really cheap. Yeah, and I was like, I want something to sound as close as it can to to the actual sound of the Beach Boys. Okay, and I couldn't find one. Mm-hmm. Or if I did, there was like the the hooks had voices in them, mm-hmm. so they would be like, you know, they would say the 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 chorus. So I'm like, it can't have the chorus because I have my own chorus. Yeah. So I couldn't. I was like, how am I gonna take that out? You know. So I couldn't find anything. So I kind of left it like that for a little bit, and then and I you was, don't, you don't play music. You don't play no, an instrument. No, no, no. Okay. Um, I wish I did though, man. Yeah, I think m- music is a great outlet, especially for 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 anything. It's yeah, a for sure. Creative, it's a great creative outlet. And um, so I, I reached out to a guy named Mark Weber, who's a Tejano musician, um, but he does parody music too. He's mm-hmm. a big fan of Raymond Ortas. So um, I, I reached out to him and I told him like, "Hey, Mark, I have this song. I would like to do is I cover it, and I have my own lyrics. I want to do like a parody." And um, he was like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll get together sometime, you know, and I'm like, cool. But it never kind of happened, you mm-hmm. know, it was like those times. And after a while, I was like, I don't want to be bothering because I would message him like, hey, do you have time? And yeah. he was like, oh, we'll get together. I just, you know, and he was just not. So finally, I'm like, you know what? I got a little desperate. And I was like, hey, man, I didn't even tell him about the parody. I was just like, hey, let's hang out. Mm-hmm. Let's go get some beers. And he's like, yeah, I'm down. I'll go get some beer. So we went to Dad's Karaoke. Mm-hmm. And then we were hanging out at Dad's Karaoke, me, Irma, and, and Mark. And he came out and he showed up. So um, he didn't know that I had my lyrics. Mm-hmm. So I signed up for the karaoke, and I, and I signed up for Beach Boys Kokomo. And so I went up, and I sang the Kokomo song, but with my lyrics on mm-hmm. it. And people started laughing, dude. Like, people were watching, you know, like, what the hell is this? You know? yeah. And so I did my entire parody song. In, in front of him for the first time, you know. As soon as I as soon as I got off, I went over to him and he's like, "Hey, you know what? I'm messaging uh, the studio right now because he works at this place called Escalante Studios, and it's it's a really cool studio. That's where he records his albums. Mm-hmm. A lot of like uh, 
Tejano musicians go there and record their music. So he went and 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 uh, got me uh, an appointment with them. Mm-hmm. And I went in there and I was like, it was a legit studio, man. The professional shit, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, hey, man, this is too much. Like, I don't know, like how much I thought we were you just, just gonna come over to dollar, my house. Dollar signs. And yeah, all that yeah. Stuff. I was like, I don't have that type of. Yeah. You know, and you know, and he was like, you know what? Don't worry about it, man. I'm taking care. I don't know if I should even tell. It. I don't know if he wants people to know, but he's like, hey, I took care of everything for you. Mm. He's like, I just want, I just want you to make this song. So he he sponsored me pretty much. He so he sponsored the That's entire awesome, song. That's awesome, man. Yeah, he sponsored the entire song. Just off so. hearing it, the karaoke version. That what? Just from hearing the karaoke yeah, version. Yeah, just from hearing the karaoke version. He likes pretty so cool, much. man. So then when we when we when we got to the studio, I was like, okay, we're gonna record it, and then. I had my lyrics, and then I, they kind of had also a good... They had a decent cover of the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. So they were just kind of... The producer would just kind of put the music and put my voice into the into the cover. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then uh, we were sitting down, and he kind of messaged, like, well, what do you want to do? Like, he was just kind of, like, looking at stuff, and he's like, well, what do you... Like, how do you want to do this? You know, and I was just kind of like, well, I don't know, man. I was just kind of also thinking, like, what if we made it, like, like a little bit like a Tejano style? Yeah. Like, Tejano style, you know? And then he just looked on. He's like, "Oh, you want like Tejano style? Like you want to <laughs> do it like Tejano style?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right." So he busts out all his equipment. Like, and there was like three other guys, a badass guitarist guy. All the people that were on this track, dude, are thirty plus musical. Um, they've been in the game a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, like the producer. What was he like? He's like yeah, the. He he has his own band back yeah, in the, the day, City the Boys. City Boys and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like a mm. hit and all that. They're like a big hit. They're really they're very well known in the Tejano world, you know. And so he busted out his equipment and started recording everything, you know what I mean? And then the guitarist busted out his guitar and he's playing, you know. Yeah. And they're making this amazing song and I'm tripping like, whoa, dude, this is like, you know, it's more. I got overwhelmed yeah, almost, you know, from that little I, small idea. And now yeah, you're in the studio like, you know, laying and on tracks. Yeah, like you know, somebody walks in. And they're just standing there, and then they're like, hey, then can I, like, whose song is this? And I'm like, oh, that's mine. And he's like, hey, that's pretty cool, man. You think I can You think I can do something on it? And I'd be like, yeah, go for it. So he would bust out his instrument. Then another guy came out, and he was just standing there, and he's like, hey, I want to get on there too. And he did the saxophone on it. And it was just, oh, by the end of the night, it, we had this amazing, like, legit professional song, you know, yeah. that, that we got to do. And the so, guy was like, what did he tell you? He said it was like... Uh, yeah, the producer, this, even the producer was tripping, dude. The producer was even like, like, hey, at the end of the night, he's like, you know all those guys don't just jump on other people's yeah. tracks like that. Like, yeah. they have the... Because they're so like... They've been in the game so long. So That's long their we're business, Grammy, really, Gra- yeah, yeah, Grammy Award. Yeah, exactly. Grammy Award winners and um, Hall of Famers that were hanging out. But they were like, they were very like, that's their name. You yeah. know what I mean? So they were guarding their stuff real well. But he's like, whatever it was, man, those guys all decided to get on it. So there's all these names on there from different bands and different things. And they all ended up on my track, you know. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's- I know. It was, it was overwhelming. And I was like, I felt honored. But it's just funny to watch them, like, jam out to my song, you know, while they're playing these awesome instruments, you yeah. know, because then they're, like, because it's, like, there's all these, like, <laughs> there's all these, like, dirty lines in there, like, where they're, like, um, oh, fuck putas hanging by the red light. And then they're just, like, yeah, hang out with putas by the red light. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're all, with the instruments, like, all serious, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just funny to watch them being all serious with these you know, stupid lines. They're like, oh, well, I'm already yeah, this far in. I can't take my name off of this <laughs> Yeah, thing. dude. So it was just, it was real cool, man. They were all real nice and, and real cool. So, I mean, hopefully the, the song drops 
I'm going to try to record the music video. The, 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 the song needs just a little bit, the last little, little, little tweaks here and there, which hopefully we can get them done tomorrow. But the song should be done by Wednesday. And I want to record the video by Thursday, so hopefully we can get the video done and have something done by the end of the week, you know. This Thursday? Yeah. Oh, well. So what was the plan to release on it? Like, are you going to put out a, like a CD? Or are you going to try to get it done before know. tour? I mean, the or? thing is, is that I just did this thing that I had no, I just did it. Yeah. So it's just everything's coming to me and be like, well, what do I want to do with this stuff? Like, so we were thinking about maybe perhaps. Um, like doing like a, a CD cover. Yeah, like a little sleeve or something like that, you know, with yeah. the music in the, in the sleeve. And his information. Yeah, well. with my info and maybe sell it at shows. You know what I mean? Just to have, you know, some type of memorabilia for, for fans. Yeah. Maybe like a cool uh, album cover and uh, just sell it like that. And then maybe put, post it up on on iTunes for a dollar. And if people like it, you know, whatever. It's not, I don't care. Yeah. But just to have it there, I think so. You know I mean? I, I don't know. It's just, it's just real cool. Have you recorded a comedy album yet? Have you done anything like that? No, I haven't. No, no. I haven't. Um I know there's a lot of great albums, though, man. Raul Sanchez was real good. I liked his a lot. Yeah, pretty funny. funny. I know Aaron Cheatham, dude. He's hilarious. I just worked with Cheatham. When was it? Oh, up in Laredo? Three weeks ago? Yes. Oh, my God. He's hilarious, bro. That is pretty funny, man. Done a couple shows with him. Yeah, he just recorded it a couple months ago. I don't know if he's having any plans, like what the plan is to release on that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, he recorded it down at the Tiger. I've been wanting to, but I've I've been kind of holding off on it just a little bit, just because there are some things that are coming my way that I want to hold the the, the material. You know what I mean? Mm. I want to hold on to the material just a little bit and then drop it on. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't really want to. I guess like like you know, just things that are being tossed around for me. Yeah. So I could use it on that, you know. Oh, okay. No, I was just trying to figure out, like, which way would be the best way to, like, release it. Like, I don't know if you already had, like, other stuff that's out there to release. I'm, uh, I know for sure I'm going to be using it on the road. Yeah. You know, I'm going to drop it in there during my during my set, you know, maybe on my, my it'll be my new closer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, but he's just caught yeah. off guard, though, because, like, it just happened, like, last week, and they were just like, yeah, yeah. come It in. happened all fast and, and stuff. Yeah, it happened yeah. so fast. And then, like, fast. next day, the guy had it all done. It was like, yeah, what the hell? Like, what? And then after that, he's like, we got to do a clean version. So we yeah, can put it out so somewhere could, else. So yeah, for sure you want to do it like, for radio. Right, you know, because there, there was a radio DJs there, too, that were like, oh, this is great. So, you know, so I don't know. Again, it's just something that I just thought of, and it happened, and it, and it came out real well. So, uh, But I do, I think it would be great to, like, you know, do it on the road. I think yeah. it would be hilarious. That producer is a monster, dude. Yeah. Like, he's re- legit. And he's he drinks a, a lot. Uh, he's, he's, he's exactly. <laughs> however, you picture like a hardcore Mexican Tejano producer. Yeah. That's exactly how he looks. He like. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like, you guys want to drink with us? And I was like, I was like, nah, yeah, man, I gotta party. drive. And then he's like, Israel's like, I'll do it. And he starts doing it. And dude, the guy <laughs> so was out like drinking him. He's like, fuck. Dude, dude yeah. they ran up like a 24 pack. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to the store. Can you take me to the store? I was like, yeah, man. We go, he gets more beer. He's like, I want anything else. I was like, oh, shit. When we got back, he started just hammering them back. I was like, it's that rock lifestyle, man. You gotta man. have that. They gotta party they, hard, they gotta man. They have that they're, fucking they're legit, iron. They all, fucking they're all pretty hardcore. Liver. Ball, you know? Yeah. But I mean, that's that. I didn't know. Like, there's just Tejano world. That we're not really. Do you, you listen to a lot of Tejano music? I don't know that much of it, but I know there's a lot of musicians. I don't know that here. much of it. Niche, bro. There's a niche in the Tejano where people are like, they're even. It's like even in Japan, dog. He was showing us videos of like Tejano music is huge, like in Japan. Like Japanese Tejano oh, wow. players. And there's stuff. There's like Japanese. He's like, Tejano I do my players. research, bro. Check this out. He's like showing us <laughs> and you're YouTube like clips. You're like watching these fucking Japanese looking motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, like. 
Like legit Japanese people like, or just yeah, like no, expats Japanese, in, Japanese, living in Japan? No, like legit no. Japanese, Japanese guys playing the accordion, yeah. fucking singing the song. Dressed like, up like oh, them. Wow. And they love Tejano music, you know? I guess just like the whole, like the music, the, the, the sound of it, they kind of like just do it. Yeah, they have it. like a scene where there's just a... That is funny tour, though, man. And it's in Japan. Dude, it wasn't know? just that. It was... Who was it? It was Japanese people. Uh, who else? Who else did he show? He, he showed us a lot of Iceland, the Holland, and the all Holland? those places. Oh, they love Tejano weird. music. That's crazy. It's like, just what? like those Philippines. Did you ever see that Vice show where they talk about the the Philippines are into like cholos? Yes, I did that see they that. They dress up like cholos. Yeah, <laughs> was that real? Which they already look like Mexican. No, but that's like that's like. I thought that was like a parody thing. I thought was that's that not a parody? no no. no it's a real thing. The, that they dress up like. He has a special where he's like, man. Like uh, Joe Coy, oh, yeah, he yeah. has a special where he's like, "Dude, you can't tell the difference between a Filipino and like a oh, cholo." And he's like walking around. He's like, "Look like that guy." And he looks at him. He's like, "What are you?" He's like, <laughs> "Filipino." He's like, "See what I fucking did?" <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah, they're like all into lowriders. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, the khakis and the dickies and all yeah, that stuff. Dude, it's like, I just thought it was a parody. I thought I don't know, man. See, I didn't, that's the thing that I don't understand. This is why. I believe that cultural uh, cultural appropriation. appropriation is bullshit. What I do you mean? Don't believe in cultural appropriation. Like people get offended. Like if somebody's wearing dreadlocks, and like, gonna get hey, canceled. you're cultural. It's cultural appropriation. <laughs> you can't wear dreadlocks because you're exploiting a culture. No, you're not. They're just they're just doing something. I'm not offended by Japanese people singing Tejano music. Yeah, they're just exploring it and they're learning stuff Did from you it. Get like Patrick, canceled, why bro? is that? No, that's yeah. fine. I don't I, like. I just. White dudes with dreads is disgusting. But why? I don't know, man. They just they. Just, I mean, they look disgusting. Yeah, but th- I don't think that they are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just nobody I, looks dirt- dirtier than a white person wearing dreadlocks. Okay. No, man. Like, yeah, they just. Mm. I just. But in what sense? But okay, but okay, but then again, with that type of theory. Then do you not feel disgusted with the Japanese playing Tejano music? Wouldn't you There's gotta no go all the way across that. the board? There's, no, like, There's no smell to that. There's no. <laughs> I'm talking about. The, That's what I mean. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm no, talking about okay, hygiene, so bro. Like, yeah, I'm talking about, about the hygiene of, of it. Yeah, you're, you're okay. So you're like me then, but you're not. You're not saying as far as like offensive were. No, or, I'm not. You I, do feel that it doesn't that look, white people shouldn't have. No, they could look however they want to look. It doesn't offend my eyes. It offends my nose. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, All right. I was just stink, trying to figure bro. you out. Yeah. That's why I said they do look dirty as fuck, man. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, they could look however they want. Just yeah. like, just don't smell. Yeah. <laughs> just take a There's, shower. Yeah, dude. I mean, dreadlocks alone are pretty. Di- I mean, look at Bob Marley. Bob Marley had dreadlocks. I mean, I had read, I've read, you know, articles and stuff where he had lice. I mean, dreadlocks alone is, it's, you got to let your hair grow. You can't wash it. You know. It's yeah. Just, They're supposed to have like lotions or something, oils and stuff like yeah. essential oils. To, so yeah, but I keep mean, it as far as like, I'm smelling. talking about the actual, like the culturally offensive part of it where people are like, you can't. Like white guys uh, rapping, yeah, white like guys rapping, and, uh, just, and, and anywhere it happens with Mexicans too. We do that to people too. Uh, that to me is the thing that I don't understand. I'm like, no, it's just it's just people doing exploring things. Like again, unless they're they're being offensive about it, like where they're you can tell they're degrading it on purpose, mm. you know, or there's like a, a hidden like. They're they're being disrespectful to it, like blackface. Yeah, like blackface style shit. Yeah, well, yeah you're like, okay, yeah, you're being a dick. You're, you're doing, you're putting the negative connotation. Yeah, on that. but when I see these videos on YouTube where people are walking up to somebody because they have dreadlocks and they're like, you can't be doing that, and they're getting on their face, and you don't know who that person is. Like, you, yeah, you know, you, you don't get to do that to someone, you know. 
He just really I, I likes sublime. <laughs> I, I don't believe in any of cultural appropriation. I don't believe in uh, uh, all that type of shit. Privilege and all that stuff. Does it? I'm sorry. I just don't see that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I hear that all the time. The cultural appropriation. I don't. That doesn't bother me none. It just just don't smell. I don't like smelly people. <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're a smell. You're. A... Yeah, nobody wants to be smelly, dude. It's just the worst, dude. That's I have no true. comedians. Some, some, it's weird. As for comics, too, you got to be clean with your fucking, you know what I mean? I, comics that stink are, oh, they're, they're the worst because you're taking pictures with people and stuff like that. And you're like, dude, you fucking stink like ass right now, dude. Like, oh, yeah. How are you going to, you know? There's this one guy. I'm not going to say his name. He's actually. You should say his he's name. He's actually pretty. He's getting there, bro. You pretty should say famous. His name, bro. You say his name. I won't drop. I won't name drop. Say but, his initials. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I was about to be like, uh, starts with a. Would be like he yeah, it starts with a. No, no, no. <laughs> Just write write it down later. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Um, he's doing some good shit, some big stuff. Um, but I, I hosted for him one time, and um, I remember I I <laughs> this guy smelled so fucking bad, like his smell stayed. After he left. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. the stench was still there after yeah. he was gone. The dreaded B.O. Like, it just the stayed there. Like, I remember when I gave him the microphone, I was like, whoa. <clears throat> like, dude, I almost, like, passed. Like, oh, whoa, that bad? You know how you get dizzy and shit? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it wasn't that bad. Was, no, he, he reeked. Damn. He reeked. I got off the stage. Sometimes it be like that, man. Sometimes it be like that. I've never seen. He left the microphone. He got off earlier before I got to the mic. Mm. So he left. I went up to the microphone and I still smelled like I was in a pool of stench. Yeah. You know? And then afterwards, he's out there taking pictures with people. And I'm like, dude, you can't. You got to know. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like you have to know where you're at, you know, always. Or at least have deodorant. Or if you know you're a stinky fuck, you know, take some deal. Uh, that's one of my, that's one of my biggest fears. Like, like if, if anybody smells bad, they automatically look at the fat guy. Like, oh, it has to be the fat guy. The fat guy smelling like <laughs> yeah, B.O. No, we got crevices and shit where you're just going <laughs> to be extra, extra yeah, odor, man. bro. So that's that always fat guy th- problems? I'm always the thing, like, do, do I stink? Am I stinky? Do I stink? Am I stink? <laughs> I don't know. It's our, it's, it's our you know, problem. Like, you, you know what? I've hung out with you uh, a, a, a lot a lot of times. You've never stank, bro. You've never given me. I try. A, you don't. You I don't try. seem like a stinky fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, I try. Not either. You know, she's, I've been uh, we've been kind of roommates for a little bit, and I. He's but I'll tell you been, this: that tour, that tour truck. Oh, that's dude, that's We're gonna get so used to sweaty fucking ball smells, dude. Yeah, Wait, but man. you said you're gonna add another person to the car. That's fucking. Yeah, that's it's, assholes it's and elbows, bro. Ass farting. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. Bro. Like you won't even know. Like you're just yeah. gonna be a cloud. Yeah, it was just. A pig pen like, cloud. Like, you're just going to get used to it. Yeah, man. You guys are going to be queefing all over the place. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, like, bro. <laughs> queefing. I, re- I remember, like, uh, when we were on tour in the van, and, like, uh, we would be in the van for, like, days. You know, some people have to sleep in the van. There'll be one night where we don't have a show, so, like, we'll get to be out of the van for at least 12 hours. Wow. And when you get back in the van, you're like, oh, my oh, God, is this oh, us? Yeah, this is us? Holy shit. Oh, yeah, you feel embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes, I mean, you dude. don't really feel embarrassed because it's a group effort, you know. So that's <laughs> like a collective. That's like, a collective thing. It's like a, what is it? It's like a, what is it when the Power Rangers like team up and make that makeup? Yeah, that yeah, thing? yeah, exactly. Because we're all desensitized by it, you know. Yeah. Because we're in that thing, we're living in it for hours, hours, dude, that's and what days. I'm scared of like you talking about that somebody smelling so bad, like being that guy and not knowing. Exactly, you're that guy. exactly. Oh. It's a real thing, man. Oh yeah, dude, it's the worst when you just. It's just. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just that everybody teams up and creates one huge disgusting stench. Fucking rock and roll, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like I could never like you. You said you were in a band, right? You did. You've done. You were in. You yeah, were, I played drums for a few bands. Yeah. So you you were you were actually on the road on with a band. Yeah. That, well, that I seen. I just feel like that must be so fucking hard. It was a lot of work, man. It fucking sucks. I mean, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, but it's it's uh it's a lot of work too. Like, if anybody were to ask me, like, if they're a young person and they said i want to be a great drummer what's the first thing i need to learn and i'd say guitar because playing drums and loading in and loading out and carrying all that heavy equipment yeah, is fucking so, bullshit yeah, like dude stuff, yeah just give me a guitar man i wish i learned how to play guitar yeah, or something dude, something lighter that's, that's hard man. <laughs> and it's like being in a band it's like okay not only do you have to have your instrument then you got to create with other people yeah. As far as in the comedy world, you're transitioning from a band to working yeah. with others to now it's just you. Is it is it easier or is it harder? It's a, it's a it's a beautiful thing creating with a band. You know, being in a band with people, creating a sound, creating songs, creating a movement, all that stuff. When it's when when everybody's connecting, when everybody's making playing a song, when everybody's creating a song, it's a beautiful feeling. Yeah. It feels awesome. But you don't have that all the time. You can't have that chemistry all the time, or you don't have yeah. people's like want to do it. You know, yeah. with comedy, it's all in your time. Yeah, it's you easy. write when you write, you perform when you want to perform, you go out when you want to go out, and all that stuff. Now with this, like with the whole tour and stuff, it might be tense because everybody's dealing with with different things. Yeah, and maybe one guy's not in it 100% anymore and then yeah, he's yeah. tired of the the guy who's like too excited to be on the road and all that yeah. shit like oh yeah the one that parties too hard and like yeah. wants to do all the things yeah like that aspect that's going to be like the band life the touring with yeah. the, as as a band yeah. that's going to be that kind of thing that you're going to figure out you know yeah. um but yeah man like it's comedy's great it's all on you so that's it's it's uh it's yeah i'm not used to it when i was recording that song that parody song I, I, I noticed it really quick. Yeah. Because I had never recorded a song. I had never been in a studio. I've never done anything when I yeah. did. And I got to experience, like, holy shit, I have my lyrics, and I have these musicians that are doing the... They've exactly. been in the game 30-plus years, and they're looking you're at me like, shit is this guy like, fucking hey, stupid? Hey, the fuck like, up, man? What, you're seeing it the way we're telling it. I'm like, I, what the fuck are you guys recording? Yeah. Like, I didn't know. Because they had already... They, had, they were... They were um, they were building the the song around my uh, around my lyrics. The music they were building the song around my lyrics, yeah. you know. But then they have their own way. Like they were already together. I couldn't keep up with them. Yeah, because they're professionals. Yeah, they're, they're prof used to working they around with other professionals. They were already hearing the way they want to do it in their head, and yeah. I'm just like, "What are you guys talking about? Like, I don't know what this is." Nah. So I, I noticed it real quick. I'm like, "Man, this is very difficult to work for me because again, I've I've been doing stand up 13 years. I'm used to just." This is what I do, and I'll go up and I'll do this, and I know it's gonna work. Yeah, you know, and I think um, it, we, at the end of the day, it worked really well because um, after a while, the producer was like, "Let this guy do the way he wants, because mm -hmm. he knows what he wants to do." You know what I mean? And someone, you know, they kind of a little bit backed off a little bit, like, "All right, well, what do you want?" And then I just was like, "I want to do it like this, do it like this, do it like that," and it all came together real well. Yeah, you know. But again, it was a, it's a collaboration. Yeah, man. I'm not used to that as a comic. This is me, motherfuckers. Like I do my shit. I know it's gonna work. Yeah. You know, and Don't it's have hard to. to explain it to you know to help people create something that I know I you know. Yeah. It's like a joke to me. I could write a joke and I know what I'm doing and I know where this is going and mm -hmm. I don't need help from anybody to deliver this shit. Yeah. 
So it's just really but it became weird. a group effort. So you yeah. need everybody's input, everybody's type yes, of expertise. Dude, so, that's like and all so stuff. different to me. So you got to release a little bit of that power. You know, yes, the whole like solo re- writing, yes, working, solo artist times, power. There, there would be times that there was a little bit of tension where I'd be like, "No, this needs yeah. to go like this." Mine. <laughs> yeah, like I'm telling you, this is what's the end of the day. It's about being funny, and they're about like creating the music. Yeah, you know. So it was two different worlds that came together. But at the end of the day, it came out. It, I mean, way better than. I could have even asked for it, man. It was just so cool. But I, I really came out out of that with a huge uh, respect for for musicians, dude, and, and and people that you're talking about a three minute song. We were in the studio till four in the morning. Yes, man. Just one track takes. And hours. we're not even done with it. I still gotta go back. You uh, you got to hear it. Patrick yeah, yeah. Got to hear. Yeah. A little. He got to hear the pre final cut version. I guess that I I don't think anybody's. I think maybe like four people have heard it. You know, so you're lucky that you got to hear it, Pat. Your ears have it. Did you hear that for free? No, it's yeah, cool, no. man. I, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna, to uh, turn out really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't really it. care. And some people are like, oh, it's going to be good. And I, But, I mean, at the same time, I just, I'm just glad that I got to do it. I don't really – the less I care about what the reception is going to be, yeah. the more I just – it's just, hey, what's next? It's just fun. You know? It was the same thing when I did my my uh, my uh, the overdubbed videos that I make. Uh huh. Um, I just I just do them and I let them out. You know, it's like I don't really care who's your job as your job as at least for me. The what I've come to the realization is that your job like you're not supposed to reach everybody. You, c- you could, mm-hmm. but if you could just find the people that like you yeah. that have your sense of humor then that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So whoever likes the song or whoever likes my overdub videos, those are the people I'm reaching out. You're not, I always thought that I needed to make everybody laugh. Everybody yeah. has to like me. And it's like, no, it's not, dude. Once you take that out of your fucking head and you just concentrate on the people who are following you, who are liking your stuff, who are sharing it and commenting, those are the people you concentrate on. You know? You're never going to make everybody happy. Yeah. You just got to find the people who understand you and, and recognize your voice and they follow that. You know. Yeah. That's cool, man. Like, when did you start, like, just focusing on that? Like, not being like, oh, I need to make everybody happy. That wasn't until maybe, I mean, this was recent, dude. I'm just recent like after 13 last... years? Yes. Jesus Christ. It wasn't until maybe, like, about three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, when I was doing my overdub videos that I was like, you know, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Because I know, I know in the beginning of my career, Quan, can I, get a, can I have another beer, please? Oh, I'm the fucking okay. No, okay. no bro, I get it. It's okay. No, you're closest. I'll be the, to the secretary. Fridge. That's God, why damn. you're closest to oh, the fridge. Is? Is yeah, you're the closest. If let it, the adults talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, go give me my shit. Yeah, while you're up, I'll, I'll take another one. Um, but uh, it, it, in the very beginning of my career, when I was doing it, I was really like, I don't want to do. I didn't do any Mexican material. Yeah, I was like, I just want to go up and be funny. So I had a lot of observational jokes, you know, about, you know, just observation stuff, you know. And I was like, I don't want to talk about me being Mexican, you know. Mm-hmm. And I did that for like ten years. For, for the first ten years, I'm like, there's nothing in there that's Mexican, mm-hmm. you know. And then after a while, it's just. That, and then when I did the Goodfellas parody one, mm-hmm. I got like over five mil, uh, over five hundred thousand views. I'm probably sure it's over mm-hmm. now. It had like eleven thousand shares, and it just got a lot of fucking traction. And um, I realized I was like, well, this is what I mean. 
again, I, I'm not I'm not pandering or nothing like that, which is something that as an artist, like I consider myself an artist. Sometimes I'm like, am I pandering? <laughs> <laughs> am I pandering to the Latinos? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But at the end of the day, like I started to be like, well, I want to talk about me. Like I am Mexican. Yeah. I do come from a poor Latino fucking ghetto ass neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I work my material accordingly towards my truth. Mm-hmm. Like just me. Like how I grew up and what what's happening to me. You know what I mean? And it's a huge balance. Because I respect comedy so much, dude. I grew up respecting it and, and admiring it and re- and just knowing the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. You know? So I always just just enough. That you're saying your voice, but not enough to where you're exploiting yourself, mm-hmm. you know, to a, a place where, you know, there, there are some comics that go beyond and you're like, oh, stay away with the like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But some people, they like it or whatever, but it's just more about me finding my voice, yeah. you know, finding my place in it. And I always try to balance it out real well. Like, um, I have my Latino, I have my Latino content. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just did the Vinovium. I did a vineyard last week with Jesse Payton and Big Al Gonzalez. Nothing but white people, bro. Mm-hmm. Rich, you know, because they go, they roll up in a Greyhound. They're not Greyhound. They have, like, a tour guide bus. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was going to say, Greyhound's not that rich, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's some yeah. trash. Yeah, that's like trash. <laughs> We're here for the moonshine. <laughs> Um, but so, but it was nothing but nothing but white people, rich white people, right? Yeah. And I didn't do none of the the Latino content. So you have to know how to be. You have to have your your material has to hit everywhere that you go. Mm-hmm. You know, so you gotta. So I went up. I didn't do nothing about being Mexican. You I have like a folder up. set up, like white people, black people, Mexican. Yeah, you gotta fucking. <laughs> you a little you have it all categorized. You gotta hit them all, bro. You, that's what a killer does. Yeah. That's what a killer comic does. I'm not a killer for sure. It takes time, you know. It's gonna be. It takes time. How long have you been doing stand up? Only two years, man. Oh yeah, two. And you know what? You're. And I'm. I'm telling everybody right now, you're gonna be a great comic, bro. Oh, thanks, man. I, I've seen you do. I've seen you Super perform. Solid. You're a great writer. You, you 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 deliver your jokes real well. I saw you with um, uh, Danny Ingle. Yeah, and I really liked your material, dude. I thought it was really, really good. Oh, thanks, man. So I, I think at two years you're doing really well. Yeah. Are you hosting? Uh, hosting shows? Uh, yeah, I'll do some shows every now and then. Like I host the the mic on Thursday, and then I do like the Blind Tiger hosting. Uh, but no, I'm just jumping on shows right now, trying to stay busy. Uh, but yeah, yeah man, I, I appreciate that. Like I I've, I've been working kind of hard on it, you know. Thanks. It's hard to write, like, and again, two years is still kind of, a lot of people don't realize how long it takes to get good. Yeah. Like, it takes a while, yeah. dude. Like, it really does. Yeah, I have, I have zero confidence in, in myself. <laughs> zero confidence. Yeah, I yeah wanna, you're a comic, I, all right. <laughs> I, I want to quit, like, the minute before I step on stage. It's like, I don't want to do this no more. Don't call me up. Don't call me up. And then That's I get up so there. Funny, the first dude. laugh, then I'm like, all right, I'll roll with it and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still... I'm still working on it, man. I'm still working yeah, on it a lot. But at least I, from what I from what I've seen, you look, you know, I feel like you've got the formula down. You know, like you, I see the way you do, like the way you deliver your jokes and like your premises, your buildups. Like you're actually writing a stand-up joke, you know. And I think there's a lot of people that could 
you know, at two years, don't know how to do that still. They're trying to just yeah. be funny, but they don't know, like, hey, look, there's a formula, bro. You got to you gotta build up. You got a punchline. You got to add tags. There's things like that that, yeah. that take into developing a joke. Yeah. You know, and there's some comics that still don't know how to do that. You know, and it takes a lot longer for them. The thing with me, like, the, the one problem that I have is that I'm, I always feel like I need to prove something. Yeah. Like, a lot of comics don't have that chip on the shoulder, like, where they have to prove something. They're just going out to have a good time. They're just yeah. going out to have fun. Yeah. And I, I hate that I'm like that, I, that I had that mindset. But I have a lot of people that, like, uh, that don't like me. And that's fine. But I just got to make sure that if, if I show up, that I'm not wasting my time and that I'm making sure that they see me well, do like, the best that I can. I bet you you're funnier than them. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There's no Wizard, contest. Fuck them. <laughs> I see. Let's all drop all the names tonight, guys. <laughs> Uh, nah, but it's cool, man. Man, I, I saw this picture that you had uh, that where you opened up for uh, Los Trigues de Norte. Oh yeah, Los was that just one? Norte, was bro. that just one show? Or was that a no? Uh, it was one night. It was in Laredo. I think it was Laredo. Yeah, we did Laredo, the Jalapeno in, Festival or some shit like that. That's what? insane, man. I saw like the picture, like yeah, you Raymond, the crowd, like Raymond, there's a field of people. Yeah, Raymond Orta uh, asked me. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be doing the." Um, I'm going to be opening up for Los Tigres del Norte. And he's like, I want you to go up. So I didn't even have to. But Raymond's being the badass that he is, bro, and being such a good friend. That's awesome, I, dude. Yeah, he's such an amazing person who helped me get to where I'm at. Because yeah. he's been there for me and he likes me a lot. I've developed so much because Raymond Norta, like, see, I grew up a stand-up, I grew up a comedy club comic. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up in comedy world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The stand-ups, the Comedy Central Presents. I worked at a comedy club. There's a style, you know what I mean, at comedy clubs, you know. So I wasn't really doing, and then I would do bar shows too, but still shows where tickets are sold, you know. With Raymond, Raymond taught me another world of, of, of stand-up. Raymond said, hey, you know you can do backyards. Yeah. He's like, hey, you know you can do corporate gigs. Hey, you know you can do private events. You know you can do shows at 9 in the morning. You know what I mean? 9 like, in the morning? Like, that sounds what? horrible. <laughs> so he started putting me on all these shows, you know, where we would be doing shows for uh, – uh, we did a Bud Light show. We did a show for Bud Light, mm-hmm. uh, one of their brewing companies, mm-hmm. at like nine in the morning, dude. And mm-hmm. I was like, "How? What do you mean? Like, it's not a show. Like, is there a stage?" It's like, "No, it's the break room, and we're gonna make them laugh." You know what I mean? So wow. he just built this thing out of me, you know, that, where you're like, "Holy shit, comedy works everywhere." Because mm-hmm. when I was when I got there, I'm like, "This is gonna be horrible." Like, I, who the fuck wants to laugh at nine in the morning? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and in front of just the the, the employees, like, it's just, it's weird to me. And that's what Raymond did. He, he started teaching me how to be funny everywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anytime. At any time, anywhere, anytime, no matter what. Like, you're just on. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned with Ray, and I started applying that. And that's why I've been doing so well lately. You know, in the last, in the last two and a half years, my career's just gotten a lot better. Yeah. Because of, if you can do that. If you can be funny for a group of people at 8 in the morning, at 7 in the morning, then you could kill it anywhere, bro. Yeah. You know, at that point, everything else is like, all right, let's do this, dude. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've developed these skills and these muscles that you eventually you take them into shows. And then you, you're like, holy shit, this guy's murdering it. Yeah. But it, it all came from, from doing shows with Raymond, dude. And, and he got the Tigres del Norte. And he, he was like, I want you to get on. Like, I want you to do this, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. How much time did you do for that one? Dude, I must have done, like, three minutes. I was supposed to do 10. Oh. I was supposed to do 10, and Raymond was supposed to do, like, 20. Mm. 
But um, who whose daughter was somebody's daughter, dude? I don't know if it was um, ah, what's his name, dude? Super huge. Uh, uh, not Antonio Aguilar, but what's his son's name? Um, super. Fa- I shouldn't even be dropping his name either, dog. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, but it's this huge musician, bro. Uh-huh. Super famous. And his daughter sings. Uh-huh. So she went up and she just started hogging the time, though, dog. You know what I mean? We're like, hey, get off the stage. Oh, like, no. We need to do our time. So she went overboard. You know what I mean? <laughs> she started doing Selena songs and just uh, pan- pandering. Not Selena. You know, <laughs> pandered like a motherfucker. And then, but finally she got off. So we had to cut our, our time short, you know? But I, I mean, I mean, but I mean, just to go up, there was like maybe like seven to nine thousand people. It looked insane. Yeah, man. it was it was insanely huge. I went up and just did. And it has to be so hard. Like they they just got done. They're there for a for a concert for Los Tigres, and then they have music before, and then the comedians get a put a break in there. Yeah, dude, that, that, that was to... I was really nervous. I mean, did they laugh? Nah, probably not. <laughs> 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 that possibly might have been my biggest bomb, but like as far as people goes, no. but nah, they, they were being real cool. People were being all right, you know what I mean. But they're really not there. They could have been. Like I've heard horror stories. I mean, I know rock shows get really yeah, bad. Yeah, man. I know rock shows. Comedians going up at rock shows. Is the only one brutal. that can pull it off is Jim Brewer that we've I've ever seen. Like, Jim, yeah, Jim Brewer does that. Yeah, Jim's a man. Uh, Other than that, who else? Jim Florentine had he went on the road with Slayer. He would go on oh. and do comedy, <laughs> but he was going on every tw- between everybody's all the bands and stuff. So while they're doing like the switch out, like the equipment and stuff, like he'll be out there. Shut the fuck yeah, up. he'll be out there doing comedy. Yes, I've done that. I've done that. Which makes sense, but yeah, like, the audience is like, "Bring down the fucking bands!" And yeah, like they're fucking dude. switching the equipment. Like I'm yeah. just here to. I've been there, bro. Where again with Raymond, we do a lot of festivals. Yeah, and so he puts me up. Well, you know the shitty spots or whatever. Yeah. So I'll be up there and like, hey guys, who else likes Olive Garden? You just hear like a sec. Like, you know, in the uh, background, while I'm doing mine, and the drummer, like, and, like, I'm, like, just, okay, everybody's just moving stuff. Like, like, shut the fuck up. That's insane, <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm legit sweating right now because I'm getting flashbacks of it. Like, <laughs> the I, PTSD? Dude, I, nah, I, think I think it's human it's here. so I'm brutal, man. It's so see. brutal to just... And you're at a uh, stage where it's so huge, you know, and, and there's yeah. people already getting ready because there's a be- there's this, they're waiting for this guy or this person, you know, yeah, and they're just looking at you like, who the fuck is this idiot, you know, and you have to do ten minutes, yeah, you know. I remember one time Raymond that happened to Raymond. We did a festival and um, they were for whatever I forgot where the fuck it was, bro. but we had this. There was this guy, right? This novella guy from the novelas, like this super hot, like novella star and they were gonna give him the key to the city right <laughs> but they had raymond raymond had to go up and do 45 minutes before they give the novella guy the key to the city right and that's what the whole thing was that, that was the whole ceremony yeah that him. was the whole the mayor and so everybody's was, just waiting yeah so it was nothing <laughs> yeah. but fucking old horny ladies bro like yeah. in their 40s you know what i mean so like Raymond's up there, he's doing talk about smells. Minutes. <laughs> forty-five so, minutes. Yeah, dude, he had to do forty-five Jesus minutes. Christ. Which we were all like, that is a bad idea. Like, yeah. you know. So there's like all these horny tias, bro, just fucking just standing there waiting for for whatever that guy was, you know. And then there Raymond's up there doing his material, and then you just start hearing like, Sáquenlo! <laughs> fuera. <laughs> 
¡Ya bájese! And they just these horny tías too, like, talking shit, you know? Damn, man. But then Raymond kind of started shitting on them too, like, Señora, ya párele. Like, I could smell the heat coming out of your vagina. Toda mojada. Like, you know, just started shitting on them. That sounds fucking horrible, dude. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Those are nightmares. Dude, those are... Those are nightmares. Like, I'm getting chills. I wasn't even there, but I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, dude. And there's a shitload of people, you know what I mean? So it's just like... There's, and then they have the whole fucking, you have the carousel, you get the fucking stupid rides. Yeah. Like, they're everywhere. It's just nothing. It's, it's insanity, bro, when you do festivals. It's, it's probably the hardest things you can do. You got to do it, though, man. It's a, it's a good opportunity. It just makes you fearless, bro. After a while, you're like, fuck this shit. Dude. That's what I need. I need something to make me fearless. Because like I said, like I'm yeah. I'm always scared. I'm, I have no confidence. I want to quit. <laughs> no I want to quit before every set. <laughs> Uh, and sometimes after every set too. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes after I'm like, yeah, uh, that's the last one. <laughs> yeah, those shows are always there, dude. There's always those those things are always part of the, it's part of the game, bro. You can't yeah you can't have without you can't have a great set without having a bomb. You know what I mean? Yeah. That comes with it every once in a while. That's insane, man. Like, just all those people. Like I can't even imagine like performing for all those people. Uh, what could be worse though? Because y'all did it. Y'all did a show in, in a haunted house. With, yes. with uh, how many people, how many people were in that show? Uh, well, uh, there was uh, eight ghosts, <laughs> eight ghosts, and like three children. <laughs> eight ghosts. So it was a G-rated show, except for John Polarbear. He did all it his raunchy material. How'd your set go, Juan? Huh? How'd your set go for the ghosts? I was gonna be doing a set, and then Irma brings me up. She's like, "I'd be fine." I'm like, I, "Bitch, I don't know what to uh, say in front of the yeah." I think <laughs> the uh, ghost. just to give a little bit of context to that, because that's a random thing to say. We 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 rented out a haunted house here in San Antonio. It's been, it's on the news and everything with this lady who lives in this um a house where she has like a huge collection of creepy haunted memorabilia bro like the dolls right she had some yeah, creepy, some creepy shit, dolls bro. so she has a bunch of like like artifacts and yes. toys and furniture from all over the world yeah. like yeah. from yeah. sweden yeah from fucking, england what's that one from where jackalus from was it uh trans i don't uh, know transylvania? transylvania yeah all that shit Anyways, they, she has all that stuff there. Dolls. And she's like, yeah, this isn't, there's this room, and there's this. And by the way, when I fucking heard about this shit, Israel, he like texted me. I, I texted him at work. I was like, hey, man, what you got going on today? He's like, hey, bro, just, uh, you gonna do anything? Just yeah. meet me here. And I was like, yeah. all right. <laughs> and he's like, did you see the video when I get there? I was like, nah, what video? He's like, the video I sent you. I was like, nah, I don't know. I go, what the fuck are we the doing fuck? here at this house, bro? <laughs> We're just there and they're scouting it. It's him and Irma. And he's like, dude, I'm so fucking nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you we, still had no what's idea going what on? Going yeah, on? Yeah, what, what are we here for? He was for? like waiting we for meeting before somebody? we got there. Is it your aunt? Who is yeah. this? Who the fuck is this? And he's like, nah, man, this is a haunted house, bro. You didn't hear it. And I was like, <laughs> What? He's saying that right when we're knocking on the door, shit. Oh, <laughs> then a man. lady opens the door. It's a I'm like, trap. I don't know what the fuck I'm about to walk into. Yeah, and dude. it's just all these fucking crazy dolls and shit. I don't know why we, we were just like, let's do a show at a fucking hotel. Well, y'all house. had an idea to do like yeah, a we were gonna thing, build, we're gonna do like this a series, show, or something. yeah, like a little. We're gonna do like a five episode thing. But what was we're it called? Ghost, ghost jokes? Yeah, ghost jokers. Ghost we're like, jokers. we're gonna call it ghost jokers, uh-huh. and we're gonna do five cities. Um, five different haunted houses, three comedians every episode. Okay. See, I can't do it though because what happened was it was really supposed to be Irma, um, 
Me and John. Polar Bear and or John and then uh, yeah, yeah, Israel. I was, I was head, I headlined. So, yeah, I you headlined? Just, <laughs> then they asked me if I wanted to do the video. I was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, it, I had no respect for this house at all. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, but do yeah. you believe in ghosts? I mean, no, not really. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Like you've seen it yourself? I've experienced it, yeah. Or I, you just want to believe? No, I've, have you ever seen my set? I talk about it on stage. I've never heard you talk about ghosts. It's a new joke that I've been working on. Uh, where everybody goes, I'll get you guys real quick. I just say like, I, I'm still building it, but I literally, I grew up like, I grew up I grew up in a really ghetto neighborhood. Like, it was so ghetto, man. Like, I grew up in a haunted house in the ghetto, dude. It wasn't really a haunted house. I grew up in a haunted trailer. <laughs> It's like, you know how poor you have to be to grow up in a haunted, <laughs> haunted trailer, trailer, dude? Like, everybody feel bad for us. I feel bad for the fucking ghost, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's just, he probably I have got to be moved. Here. You could leave. Yeah, he moved from like a decent trailer park and like, just like, like, he, like where the fuck are we going? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets into the, you know, to the, and then like the ghost, like he's getting scared by Cholos breaking into the house. You know what I mean? I'm trying to build that up. But I, 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 I really did grow up in a... In a so haunted. this was your idea, the whole Ghost Jokers was your no, idea? No, we both, me and Irma, I don't know how we just started pitching it. We're like, it'd be cool if we did just, like, comedy at a, at a fucking haunted house. Does she believe in ghosts, Irma? Um, I don't know if she does. She does. I just... She I, was I, to, see, I had one experience. You don't, do you? I, I only had one I weird thing ever anything. But I mean, just, I mean, but haven't you seen YouTube, dog? Yeah. Can't tell me all that shit's bullshit. I mean, a sure lot of it. Maybe, can, I wouldn't say man. it's bullshit, but I mean, I wouldn't say I'm scared of it. Like, I, I had one weird experience, and it was at my grandma's house one time where the light was on, and I just walked by it, and the light went off, but then the switch was off, and nobody was around. I was like, "What the fuck?" And that was about the only time that I've ever had something weird like that happen. I just assumed the switch flicked. I don't know. Yeah, man. The it's only weird thing. I just don't. I've I had a sighting once. Uh, an old dog had died. And then uh, I thought I saw him. That's the only. Thing, that's Holy the closest shit, thing to seeing a ghost. Uh, like, well, I mean, that's. I mean, how can you? I just feel like it, it's a it's a weird topic because you got to understand too that we're only it, it boils down to like physics, bro. Like uh, your yeah. eyes, we're only seeing life through one dimension yeah. through our eyeballs. Yeah. But that just because you can't see something doesn't mean that there's other things that are happening around you that you just can't be. So do you not believe? Do you, I'm assuming you're. I'm an not. Atheist? A, I'm, I'm not a. Uh, no. Well, no. Um, so you've never. I'm not a doubter. I just never experienced it myself, and seeing is believing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's just I'm like not, one of those things. Like if you see it, you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> like I just some, kinda, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, like yeah. I, I can believe. Like if it happens, and it's like, oh, okay, that was real. Cool. Yeah, I don't believe to see. I have to see to believe. If that makes sense and stuff. I mean, I was raised Catholic. Uh, I'm not an atheist. I think atheist is a little bit aggressive. Yeah, I know. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You're nothing, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so, so yeah, Juan, you did a set at this, in this ghost haunted house? Yeah. How did it go? go uh, uh, it was... Uh, we got <laughs> super <laughs> trashed. I know we got super hammered. Irma brought out a, t- a fucking bottle of vodka. And we just got trashed. The funniest fuck. thing that happened at the fucking place was whenever Polar Bear did his, his set. And then that lady kept coming up to us. And she was like, I mean, because she said, she, I asked her, what can I, what can I talk about? Because I didn't have a set. Irma just put me up and I was like, what can I say? And she's just like, oh, anything you want. Anything's fair game. And yeah. then John goes up there and fucking just jacking off. <laughs> I started talking about jacking off or something. In front and of the, then like, <laughs> later on, the later on in the house, she's like, she goes, 
We didn't really. I don't think the ghost. Like, did y'all not feel the vibe in the room? The no, ghost she got did not yeah. She got offended it. for the ghost because yeah. one of the ghosts was like molested, like no, no, the bear. She said oh. that a lot of these ghosts are like Come stuff happened when they were little, and then yeah. and then okay, so right above this uh, <laughs> this this uh, Egyptian coffin thingy. Right above it, there's this glass case yeah. with a bear, a teddy bear in it, right? Uh-huh. Creepy right, looking one. This teddy bear is kind of torn in yeah. different places. So when she's telling us, you know, there's these, there's, you know, things have happened to these things and they've been molested and to stuff. To the bear? And, well, hang on. She no, goes, the, the, she, well, hang on. She goes, like the kids that were with the things, they've been molested and stuff like that. She goes, and then the, the bear especially. And I was like thinking about it. I was just seeing all the ripped up there. I was like, I bet you that bear was molested, bitch. Oh, that man. Was, no, the, <laughs> got tore kid, up, man. It was a kid that had the bear and he was molested and then he possessed Allegedly, the bear. Accordingly, according to the what she know. was saying, but it was this really ugly, creepy fucking bear, dude. Like really, so I, I did. Like if I was molested and I was possessing uh, possessing a bear, I would have been offended. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't have possessed a bear if I was molested. Yeah, I what would you possess? Be what would you possess, Mister Potato Head? I would possess a fucking penis. <laughs> just be inside a vagina all the time. <laughs> Can you possess I mean, body what parts? If they were gay, bro? I don't think so. <laughs> they were gay. <laughs> Going somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, that would be horrible. <laughs> assholes every time, bro. No, <laughs> haven't I suffered this enough? Is not what I <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I can't possess penises, dude. Man, no, I don't think I don't think that's allowed. I think that's rule two or three or something like that. Uh, I, I mean, I do think we are energy, is what it is. Humans, we're electro, we're electrolyte. I mean, electro, we're uh, electricity. In other words, yeah, we're energy. Atoms is energy. Yeah. You know? So I feel that energy always goes on. It just it takes off from your body. So I mean, maybe there's things that we don't, that we just can't, we can't see it. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I just, I never saw anything like that, like the ghost tracks. But that's all like, it's on a the hill or something. Ghost dog. Huh? The, the ghost dog that you saw? Whose dog was it? Was it your neighbor's? No, it was my dog. And oh, then I, me, and, me and a buddy of mine, uh, it was, we were still in middle school. Me and a buddy of mine were just walking. Um, and then out of nowhere, like on the tall grass, I thought I saw the dog. And so I was like, oh, look, it's uh, whatever. And uh, no, it wasn't It wasn't there. I couldn't find Fucking, him. What pet cemetery neighborhood did you live in? <laughs> no, man. It was like we were walking off of uh, 35. It was like the big tall grass out there. And... Uh, yeah, man, because we were like taking a bus. Dog die of? Uh, it wasn't my dog; it was my sister's dog, and he. Oh, so you guys had a Mexican. He accidentally hung, hung himself. He killed himself. I accidentally hung himself. Like he jumped over the fence. He accidentally oh, hung him. Yeah. What did he get caught on? Well, because okay, we we had a, it's like a picket fence, one like a wood panel or a wood uh, oh, his fence. Collar. So yeah, we had a a, a a deck. You definitely got that. That. And so he was able to jump over, but he was still like tied. Tied up, mm. so he was able to jump over, and then he tried to jump back into the yard, but he didn't jump where the deck was. So he he jumped on the on like the like where the grass was, where there was nothing to hold him, and we we found him like that. And I was like, oh fuck! Oh. And it was like a little. That's mo- a trauma. That's trauma, bro. Because that means that you telling me, man. I was crying just telling you. Seeing it just like <laughs> dangling there. If you're ever gonna see a yeah. ghost dog, it's a ghost dog that oh. died like that. Uh, I don't know, man. But yeah, yeah. Oh. So. 
and uh, a buddy of mine, we would just we would take like bus trips and then we would just walk home and stuff. And so we were walking through like a, like a like a little ditch thing, and like it was all this tall grass, and we we're just walking, bullshitting, talking, whatever. And then I don't know where I see like a it's a golden retriever. I see like this little golden retriever. I was like, oh, look, just like Texas, because that was the dog's name, Texas. And uh, and then I I look back and then I, I look like and so he was quick. he was gone, yeah. And I was like, look, it's this. And it was so funny, dude, because like what? it wasn't funny, but. Because I was like, dude, like, if I could change anything, it would be to have that dog come back. And my friend's like, dude, your parents just divorced and shit. You want that dog <laughs> back? I was like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a good dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, as far as, like, seeing stuff, seeing ghosts, like, you feel spirits or something. But I think you just want to. Like, if I go to my grandma's house, like, I still, like, feel like like spirits or maybe she's there. Like, her aura is there and all that stuff. But... Like uh, ghost haunted houses and all that stuff, I just don't, I don't vibe with that. But just because I, I, mean, I don't, I don't chase it. You know, I don't go looking for. I mean, other than you the did, haunted bro. house, <laughs> ghost jokers. Which, well, I think that's why we canceled it. At the end of the day, we were like, maybe we shouldn't be fucking with this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you never know. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, I shed a lot of occult stuff. Yeah. Know, she was really. At beginning, it was like really friendly, and then the more she drank. The that's more you started work, to see, like, oh, this is more occultism. You this, know, this she, yeah. That's how cults work. Yeah, and then she had this clown doll, right? This super creepy clown doll. And she just kept, like, he likes he Israel a lot. Like, he wants you to touch him. That doll likes it. Israel a lot. Uh, Israel, why don't you tell him? Like, she was like, touch him. And I'm like, no, bitch, I'm not <laughs> touching the fucking creepy clown doll. So the more that she drank, the more she got into it? Like, she got... Yeah, the it got more aggressive. Dark. Okay, she, well, no, there no, you the go, man. she got, bro. Yeah, I don't like if if it's alcohol like induced uh, ghost scene or whatever. Nah, you're just drunk. Yeah, so I, I've I, seen I, a lot I, of shit drunk. Yeah, I don't know if they're ghosts. <laughs> uh, cool, man. Well, this was fun, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. One, you don't have anything coming up? Anything you're promoting? You're just you're just Israel's no, manager now. No, I'm not his manager, bro. But I mean. Yeah. I'm working through some stuff, man. <laughs> you gotta get back out there, man. I'm, I'm getting back out there. I'm you gotta just, get back out there. Uh, social media, all that stuff. How, how do people find you if they need to find you? Uh, the one that got away, eighty-seven. Just look that up on what, the Instagram. one that got away, <laughs> eighty-seven. That song? <laughs> on uh, Instagram and uh, and I Twitter, Facebook. In high school. <laughs> Israel, what you got going on, man? Give me your social media. Yeah, and all that just stuff look again. me up, guys. One bad comic. Everything's one bad comic. One bad comic dot com. One bad comics my Facebook. Um, one bad comics my Instagram. All my all my dates are on there on my profile, so you get to see all my dates. Like I said, I really want to push the LOL show that's coming up. Uh, when is it? Uh, I'm, the twelfth? No, no, that's the, the one. The nineteenth. The nineteenth. Nineteenth, and then I have the twenty second at Chaparritas too. I'm waiting on on a flyer for that one. That one's also in San Antonio. I'm I'm gonna be headlining that one. So if you guys want to watch me headline, I got some new material that I want to work out. Um, I'm going to try some new stuff that I'm I'm doing. And that's on the 22nd in San Antonio. That's the last show in San Antonio that I have uh, before I go on the road. So it's on the it's on it's on my uh, my poster on the on my one bad comic page. 
Tight, man. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Patrick C. Huerta. Uh, February is pretty packed, man. Um, uh, well, starting with the February 6th, I'll be hosting the Open Mic at La Lucha. Please sign up for that. We're trying to make that place, that Open Mic, uh, happen. That's a cool it, Open Mic. It's a good vibe, man. I like the I like the staff there, and it, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and Thursday nights is your opportunity to hit two comedy Open Mics uh, if you're trying to work out some stuff. Uh, but just come support the room. Uh, good drink specials on that. As far as shows, uh, February 7th, I'll be at 210 Pizza and Burger Bistro. Uh, that's the Duck Easy show he's putting it on. Uh, so I'm, I'm jumping on that show. Uh, February 12th, I'll be at, at Halcyons in Southtown. Uh, February 21st, I'll be hosting the Blind Tiger Comedy Club uh, Secret Midnight Show. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Y'all got to come out to that. And then uh, February 29th, I'll be back at Las Taladas uh, with Danny Ingle and Mario Salazar and a couple of other comics. Uh, but, yeah, uh, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for coming on and bringing yeah, beer. Uh, just something real quick. Um, Patrick, I, anybody that's listening to, follow this guy. This guy's getting funnier and funnier. All, all those shows that he just mentioned, I highly recommend you guys go to them and check out his his material because he's he's really good comedian and uh, Thank you very much for uh, for having me on the uh, on your podcast, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks. All right, laters. <laughs>